Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. We are here and ready to go on a Thursday, November 18th, another edition of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Got a lot of things to discuss with you today, and we will get things kick-started with a little look at the weather. We'll talk about an earthquake from yesterday. We'll jump on into our discussion about Northwest with Dr. Sandra Bishop. We'll talk with her about the Northwest entertainers, kind of staying in the fine arts world for the third straight show. The entertainers performing tonight, we'll find all about that organization and what you can listen to this evening. And when we're done, Ranger head football coach Benji Parker will be on. Northwest claiming a, another state championship, beating Hines 56-21. Now they will sit and wait, and they will be a part of the four-team playoff for a national championship. Just kind of waiting on who that opponent will be. We'll get some thoughts, though, from the head coach, Benji Parker, coming up on the program at around 930. That's what we have in store for you today. Your weather forecast is a service of Pickens Pest. Don't let them be a problem. We tell you about these things all the time. Pickens Pest Control. If you're in DeSoto, Tate, Padola, Lafayette counties, we don't care. They don't care. Give them a call at 662-234-2207. Rain made its way through North Mississippi this morning. Some of you could possibly still uh, be in the mix with some of that light rain that's happening and the temperature is dropping as we speak right now, uh, that line goes from Clarksdale through our listeners in the Sinatobia world and Holly Springs and down south. Those of you in the northern part of Tate County, Tunica, DeSoto County listening to us, as well as northern Marshall County, the rain, for the most part, has bypassed you. And we'll get the rest of our listening world out of the rain here in moments. Cool temperatures, though. Only going to 53 degrees this afternoon now. Still some light rain in the low 40s all throughout North Mississippi. The sun will start to peak through somewhere around maybe 11 a.m. or noon, so not too far away. Some of you might start to see that a little bit earlier. But tonight's overnight low try in the 31 or 30 degree area. Some of you... You know how that works out. Might get those upper 20s tonight. So plants inside, animals inside. Make sure that you know you check on some loved ones and things of that nature for uh, what might be going on in a cool night tonight. Sunshine tomorrow and in the mid-50s we go. And it'll warm up throughout the weekend. Looking at the extended forecast, 63 for Saturday, 61 with some rain back on Sunday. About a 70% chance of it. That's your forecast. And then into the MDOT world quickly. As usual, we had some early morning slowdown in DeSoto County to talk about. Now, uh, maybe with everybody already at work, hopefully uh, your your roadways are about as good as they can be for a while. Still, maybe even with the rain, some MDOT guys working on 55, working on uh, 269, things of that nature. And some other work going on in and around, so always be safe. Now, some of our listeners last night might have felt a little little rumble, a little shakage. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, a 4.0 magnitude 
Earthquake shook southern Missouri around 8.53 last night. Light tremors felt in Memphis. I've seen some of my DeSoto County friends mention that they felt a little bit of movement last night. I don't know. I was I was awake at that point. Um, I don't know if I heard or felt or did anything this far away. From Memphis to the place where this earthquake happened was 130 miles. So maybe some of you in Artunica, DeSoto County, Marshall County area might have felt a little bit of the old rumbling of the New Madrid Fault as the 4.0 magnitude earthquake happened last night in southern Missouri. My friends, you know, all the way to be a part of this program. Text message. Listen, if you did feel, maybe you think you did. I don't know. 4261093. That's the text message line. 4261093. You can do that on Twitter. It's at GDARP65. You can find us on Facebook, North Mississippi Spotlight with Gary Darby. Listen to us with the Alexa device. Or just stay right here on Super Talk's home in North Mississippi 93.7. Today, we discuss Northwest Community College. As best we can, we'll entertain you from now until 10 o'clock. And next, mm, the entertainers. That's what we'll talk about. Dr. Sandra Bishop joins us on the other side. What is a community bank? A community bank is locally owned and operated. A community bank tends to focus on the needs of the businesses, farms, and families where the bank's branches are located. Lending decisions are made by people living in the community and who understand those needs. Hi, I'm Mike Webb, President and COO at Sycamore Bank. Our bank was created for this reason, and we have proudly served North Mississippi communities for over 120 years. We have everything you want and need in a bank. Check us out. See the difference. Sycamore Bank. Come grow with us. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. And we do thank Sycamore Bank for making this go around on Thursdays. It is 915 on this edition of the program. And by the way, Mike Webb, president and COO of Sycamore Bank, popped in yesterday morning before 8 a.m., said hi on his ride through and going to Senator Job. It was nice to see him and nice to have Sycamore Bank help us bring all this information about Northwest Community College that we do on our Thursday program. Now we're going to meet a new friend. We're staying in the fine arts department for the third straight week, and now we talk to Dr. Sandra Bishop. The Northwest Entertainers, she's the director there. We're going to catch up with her, but my new friend, Sandra, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you, Gary? Things are okay, okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, look, I, I complain a lot, right? 70 degrees one day, 50 degrees the next. In the radio world, that's not exactly what you want, because now you, <laughs> you sound like this. In the singing world, Sandra, I would assume it's the same, right? We, we are having a lot of issues, but we are working through. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we can do, plug that's along. Right. So tell, right. us, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind, before we get into the entertainers and whatnot. Uh, uh, how long have you been at Northwest? Where were you before? How did this all come about where you are the director? And we get a oh, chance yes. to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this is my 20th year at Northwest. 
Um, I hate to admit that, but <laughs> I've been here, been here 20 years. That's um, good. Yeah, yeah. Before that, I was teaching at, uh, in Batesville and taught at the elementary school there for about three years and then started teaching at the junior high school. And then this position came open and I was lucky enough to, to, to find myself here. And now? It's life, right? Yeah. That's right. That's I mean, you right. think about, I mean, okay, you've been, the, the years may have gotten away from us along the way, but it's obviously a place that has been good to you and, and a place that you are comfortable in staying. Absolutely. I, I'm, um, it's a great place to work, a great place to, to just to be. Um, we have great students, great faculty, and a lot of a lot of exciting things going on in the fine arts here, so I'm I'm happy to be here. Besides the entertainers, are you teaching now as well in some form? I do. I teach um, piano. Piano is actually my background. I'm, I'm really, you know, that was what I trained in in college. So I teach the piano classes here, piano lessons. Um, I do accompanying for our music majors and faculty recitals and things like that, and I teach um, theory, music theory, for our sophomore majors. Interesting. So you, you went to, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to get a little deeper into this. Yeah. Where, where did you go for your education and, and, and get, to, as you said, you know, working on the piano in there? Where were you as far as a college was concerned? Yeah, um, I actually went out of state for my undergrad and master's. I went to the University of Alabama for, for my undergrad degree um, and then went to LSU for my master's and then came back to Ole Miss for my doctorate. So um, that was all in piano. And, um, you know, I've, I've worked with choirs, but usually just as an accompanist. So that's kind of how I learned you know, the things that I know. But honestly, just to be completely honest, when I came here and started this job 20 years ago and found out I was going to be working with entertainers, I really didn't know a lot. So I kind of have learned. I've learned a lot in 20 years. Well, that's that's <laughs> good, and that's that's what it's all about. So tell us a little bit about the entertainers. I obviously, uh, as you and I were talking on the phone before the yeah. interview, know about the group and know about, you know, what, what it's like. But for the people that are listening, what exactly is the Northwest Entertainers? The Entertainers is a, it's a pop vocal choir. Um, and it's students who are in the men's, men's or women's choirs here, um, and we just we, we draw from those groups, and it's a smaller group. So it's actually bigger than I normally have, but this year we have eight guys and 15 ladies, and we, um, they are from all different backgrounds. Some of them have musical theater training. Some of them have a lot of dance training. Some are choral students. Some are um, just great vocalists, soloists. So um, it's, a, it's a group like that. We do um, different styles of pop music. Some are accompanied, so we'll have live instruments for our concert tonight. But we also do a lot of pop a cappella. Um, we do current tunes. We do oldies. We do a little jazz. We do all kinds of things. And it's also choreographed so, um, with sparkly costumes. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a fun concert, and it's a really great group to work with. So are all of these majoring in some form of music, or would there be someone like me that maybe back in the day was, first of all, uh, attempting pharmacy and then went into journalism as a major? Do you have 
you know, a little bit of everybody in there, or most of these located in the Fine Arts Building? We have a variety of students from a variety of majors. We do have some music majors. We have some musical, some theater majors. But we have people from, you know, social work, English, education, I mean, all different, all huh. different majors. And, and that's a, another thing that I love about this group is that we just have students from all over campus. You know, when I've talked to the others throughout the, the music department and, and then now with you, you just mentioned that this is one of your larger groups. Why do you think that this uh, has happened? And, and, of course, we've all been dealing with you know, what we've been dealing with for a year and a half or whatever it is now. But why do you right. think this is a larger number this year for you? Well, um, I think our, our fine arts department is growing as a whole, um, especially our, in our choirs and our theater department. And that's largely where I draw from, our choirs and our theater department. So, um, you know, we just had a large talent pool this year um, or last year to audition. Um, so... I just had so many to choose from. I couldn't, there were many that I could not say no to. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah. So if we come to the Fine Arts Auditorium tonight, right. uh, what will we hear? And again, people, this, this is the best part. Admission is free. Absolutely. Free. Uh, that fits everybody's budget. So what will they, if they sit down in the auditorium tonight, what will we hear? Yeah. Well, um, we are doing, like I said, a variety of pop-style songs. Most of them I think people will recognize um, from, like, Top 40 on the, on the radio. Um, but they're, you know, choral arrangements. Um, so we're doing One Direction. We're doing One Republic. We're doing Pink. We're doing Dua Lipa. We're doing um, a Stevie Wonder tune. We're doing uh, the guys are singing Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas. Oh. Um, so we're doing a, a, a variety of, of pop tunes that I think a lot of people will really recognize and can kind of hum along to. Will the Kansas song be a cappella? It is not a cappella. Oh. <laughs> I just, you know, look, and that was one of the things in growing up that I did as well, yeah. and the a cappella part of it. Uh, there, there used to be a talent show. Do you remember that that was on TV? I can't think of the name of it now, but everybody had to sing a cappella. It's kind of where we got pentatonics from. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, and, thing, and, and I can't remember the name of it now, but, but regardless... Hard to do. Yes. <laughs> Hard to do. And okay. I was just thinking, if they tried to do that, that would carry on my wayward son, acapella would be, uh, that's going to interest me to see how they could pull that <laughs> off. Um, but but good stuff. And I, I, yeah. and, I, and I know, how long have you guys been working to get ready for a performance like this? Well, we've, we've been working on these songs really the whole semester. Um, and just to learn the vocals, to learn the choreography, and then put the choreography and vocals together um, and get it on stage. It really does take the whole semester. Sure. So um, we, they've been working really hard, and we're excited. We're excited for the concert tonight. And, Sandra, you do more than just concerts on campus, right? You guys are out and about occasionally. Absolutely. We we um, love to do community events. Um, we get into the high schools and, and and visit those students, the choral programs, and yeah, we're we're out and about a good bit. So for moms and dads that might be listening right now, and their child is you know vocally inclined and can do some things uh, in that area, you know, what's the best way? Because obviously there are scholarship things, there are di Absolutely. you know different ways that they could uh, help get education paid for by being a part of an organization like yours. How does one go about that? Right. Um, um, 
Absolutely. We, all of these students um, in the group are scholarshiped um, for their participation in this group and, and the other choirs. So um, they could go to the, the Northwest website, and there's a choirs, Northwest Choir page, and all of our audition information is on there. Um, they can fill out an interest form and um, get in touch that way. Um, they can email me. S. Bishop at northwestms.edu. I'm happy for happy for them to you know contact me directly. Um, we'd be you know love to give them some more information. I drove through a couple of Fridays ago, and I've mentioned this with everybody in the Fine Arts Auditorium. Sandra, when that new building gets up and going, I can't wait to walk in that thing and Absolutely. see what it's like. We are so excited. That's going to be a game changer for this whole area. I think it's going to it's a amazing thing that's um, happening here in North Mississippi. No doubt. You'll have all kinds of events that can be housed in there and right. and draw people from throughout. Thanks for your service at Northwest. I didn't realize you'd been there. We're not going to go back to how many years because <laughs> we, we, we don't want to age ourselves anymore, but we thank you for all you're doing and for talking with us about Northwest Entertainers today. I look forward to listening and seeing you at some point, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's Sandra Bishop with us, Director of the Entertainers on the program at Northwest Community College. Free tonight at the auditorium. She mentioned a lot of, what she say, One Direction, One Republic, uh, A Little Pink, uh, Kansas. I think she said a Stevie Wonder. So there's all kinds of things that they'll be doing tonight on that Northwest campus there in Cenotopia. Very good stuff. Hey, we're halfway done with today's Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. When we return, it's the head football coach of the state champion, back-to-back state champion, Northwest Ranger football team. Benji Parker is next. The head football coach of the Northwest Community College Rangers is Benji Parker. He is with me on the phone now. I would ask you how you're doing, but I would imagine you're in a pretty good mood today, huh, Coach? Yeah, yeah, in a in a pretty good mood. We uh, we, we we had a, a a good day. It was a lot of fun Saturday. Got the win over Hines to win the second consecutive MACCC title. And it's the first time since 91-92 that that's happened. Northwest has had a lot of success, 11 conference titles, the third time, though, since 2015. So it's been happening a lot in and around Northwest. Let's get into what has happened because, you know, we've, we've talked on this Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour about this football team all throughout. You were 3-2 and two at one point, and obviously playing Jones, playing East Mississippi, two top ten teams at, at this point. But what has happened since you were three and two at the end of September to get us to nine and two and the champions in the state of Mississippi? Well, you know, we, we uh, after those two games, we you know we, we thought we were we, we, we didn't play very good uh, in those two games, and we knew that we knew we had a better team than that, and you know, all the credit goes to the coaches and. and the, uh, these assistant coaches and, and, and the players, they just kind of, you know, di- didn't really flinch. Just said, hey, we're better and we got to play better and uh, we got to coach better. And, and, and our 
our guys just responded. So, you know, that's that's really it, Gary. You know, our, our kids stepped up and said, hey, let's go. Uh, we're, we're better than this, and, and uh, we, we just got to go out and prove it. And that, that's, that's what they did. So, you know, I, I was really proud of uh, all the coaches and the players. They stepped up and, and got the job done. And it, it shows a lot about their character and that kind of stuff they, they just did a phenomenal job and I'm, I'm i'm proud of all of them starting with the Oklahoma game 42 38 41 44 you got the 26 20 win over jones and then 56 in the championship game over hines 651 yards of offense which set some kind of record as well so speak to that offensive side first uh with maybe even some of the players names and 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 the guys that have helped do that from an offensive perspective yeah, well, those games, you know, where we kind of hit our stride, if you will, was we were able to run the ball, and 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 it started with our offensive line. Those those guys, you know, did an unbelievable job. We were able to run the ball the past several weeks, and uh, again, it starts with the O line. Then our then our running backs uh, did a great job, uh, and then when you're able to run the ball, it it, it, it helps the passing game. It sets that up, and you know our quarterback did a great job. Our wideouts did a great job, and it was it was a uh, just a group effort, and and uh, you know everything started clicking. And but it started with us being able to run the ball, and that kind of set up everything. And and when you're able to do that, it it, it makes it uh, a lot easier, you know, to call plays and and uh, to get some explosive plays and that kind of stuff. So. Uh, it was a lot of fun. The, the, the offense, the offensive coaches, they all stepped up and uh, did, did a great job the past several weeks, no, no doubt about it. Coach Parker's with me. Coach, I know it's not as easy as saying, you know, you've got to run the ball and you've got to stop the run, but that is, as much as people want to see air raid offense and do things, and they're, they're nice and put points up on the board, you do have to do those things, right? You do have to be able to run it yourself, and you've got to limit what the other team does running the football. That, 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 that Gary, you're exactly right, and you know it doesn't matter what kind of scheme, whether it's a spread offense or a pro style offense or, or an option offense. That uh, you've got to be able to run the ball, and you've got to be able to stop the ball, and, and you've got to be able to create big plays, and and you can't give those big plays up on offense. And that's been the recipe uh, way before I started coaching and playing football, and I, I don't think that'll ever change. You know, that's the that's the recipe for winning games right there. And your team has been able to get turnovers right and help you out in regards there from that from your defensive perspective. They've been able to get the ball away from the opponent. Yep, we've been able to take it away. And, and, and our offense, uh, other teams hadn't been able to take it away from us. We had a couple uh, turnovers Saturday, uh, and we hadn't been doing that. And, uh, you know, both of those was uh, inside the 20, and uh, we hadn't done that in the past. Luckily, we had a, a big enough lead, but you know, during the, that first turnover, uh, Hines went down, back down, and scored. I believe it was, and and and, and uh, you know, they had some win and uh, had, had a chance to get back in the game. So, the, you're exactly right. That that's the reason that you know another reason that we've had a good year. We've been able to take the ball away and, and not give it to the uh, to the other team. You know, tomorrow I'll be on the air talking to some of our high school coaches in the. 
in the north and and when i asked them you know if they could be on the show all of it is absolutely because that means good things are happening with my team right uh, we're still playing we can talk this late into the year and now for you you know we're talking about another you know state championship which now has you number three in the country and the community college world is going to a four-team playoff you don't know who what or when because i know there's another poll to come out but we're talking what iowa western new mexico military snow college and the northwest rangers with the possibility of someone else isn't it nice though that you are sitting here again today and thinking about another football game and another chance at a national championship you know it's it's no doubt about it it's exciting for for everybody our players our school uh, it's exciting and uh, from my understanding that that there's uh, another game this this weekend and and we we'll, we'll we'll know more uh monday kind of who we're playing, where we're playing, and that kind of stuff. But uh, it is exciting uh, to to uh, to be in this situation. Without question, and and that has to be one of the things that you talk about uh, in the recruiting world when you're bringing these guys to Northwest Mississippi Community College. The fact that guys, we just we're we're here for a lot of reasons. A to to get you better academically, to get you where you want to go a couple of years from now. But we're here to win championships and. Uh, the first one might be a trip somewhere these guys have never been, will never be before, and then the national championship game would be in Little Rock. That has to be a pretty good selling point for a program and for a head coach. It, it definitely is. It's, uh, you know, r- right now going out, our recruiting just started uh, Monday, and coaches are out on the road going to high schools. And like we were talking earlier, there are – a lot of good coaches and, and, and high school players in our area and across the state. So uh, it is it, it it does make it a a little bit easier. I think when when you can win some games and you're in the playoffs to, to go to schools and recruit and uh, you know kids kids uh, they want to be associated with with the winner like like everybody. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm just very fortunate and lucky that uh, we're in this situation right now. Well, Coach, I want to thank you for being with us today. Congratulations on all of it at 9-2, and two, waiting to see uh, what is next and who is next. And that will be, first of all, uh, the first game coming up early December. And then, as we mentioned, uh, it will be December 17th in Little Rock for the national championship game. At least, you know, you maybe get a couple of weeks before you have to uh, line right back up and do it again. It's been a great year for you, Coach, and I thank you for your time. Appreciate it, Gary. Good talking to you. As the head coach of the Northwest Ranger football team, we'll come back. We've got more of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour right after this. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. So good conversation with Coach Benji Parker as well. 942 in this Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. So when we look at the NJCAA D1 football rankings, Iowa Western is 9-0, and and they're getting all of the first-place votes. They said on top, New Mexico Military Institute is 9-1, and 
and they moved up to number two. Northwest at nine and two moved up to number three. And Snow College, which I do believe is in Utah, must have lost last week and fell to seven and one. There is a nine and O Monroe College, and and not sure where they're from. Before we get East Mississippi at number six, Hines at number seven, Jones at number nine, and then Gulf Coast at number thirteen among Mississippi schools. So what does that mean? Well, there's one more poll that will come out on Monday morning. So right now, the the way this is with the four-team playoff, it would have Iowa Western taking on Snow College and Northwest going to New Mexico Military Institute. And then the championship game will be December the 17th in Little Rock. Now, not sure who has games left to go, but as Coach did mention, and I know that that's what they're waiting on, uh, is uh, a game this week and then a poll which comes out again on Monday to find out who the four are. Now, obviously, Northwest is done. Nine and two, they've won six in a row, and they are the state champions of the MACCC. And so that's where they'll be, currently ranked number three. Uh, I've looked in, in both of the schools, first of all, uh, the one from Iowa, and and they had, didn't have an updated schedule uh, as to as to theirs. Theirs still was was last week. Uh, in fact, it is uh, the New Mexico team that has a game left to go. They play Saturday against Tyler Junior College in that playoff. So it's called the uh, the SWJCFC, whatever that is. Southwest Junior College Football Conference. I don't know. Anyway, so New Mexico Military Institute has a football game to play on Saturday. Obviously, if they win, they'll they'll hang there. If not, well, then they'll probably fall, which could possibly mean that Northwest makes a move up to number two and gets to host that playoff game. So there's a lot of things uh, that's still available for the Northwest Rangers. Nonetheless, they feel like, unless something crazy happens in the poll, that they'll be playing for a national championship. And that outside possibility uh, is that that could be in Cenotopia if they can get a, a little help from, from Tyler, Texas, to knock off New, New Mexico. How about that? Good stuff, though. Right now, the current teams are Iowa Western, New Mexico Military, Northwest Mississippi, and Snow College in Utah, the top four teams. And then there is Monroe College, who I, I would guess is probably hoping uh, for a little Help themselves. They're out of the Bronx in New York. How about that? I never heard of them before. Nonetheless, there it is. A lot of people out west, possibly one up north, and our Northwest Rangers in that top four. Hopefully, hopefully getting a chance at another national championship. We've got other sports that are happening that we need to mention, too, on the way out before we're done, and that's basketball going on for both the Northwest women and men. Lady Rangers are in Moorhead tonight, taking on Mississippi Delta at 6 o'clock. Lady Rangers are 4-2. and two. They opened up 3-0. and oh. They've lost two of the last three, looking to bounce back after 
losing at Itawamba on Monday. Delta has won two in a row to get themselves to three and three. Still not in conference play yet. Still doing non-conference games, even though playing conference teams. But four and two Northwest at number three, or at three and three Mississippi Delta tonight. Women's basketball at six on the road. Meanwhile, in Cenotopia at Howard Coliseum, the same two schools will be playing each other in men's hoop at six o'clock. The Rangers are four and one. They opened up 4-0 and then lost at Meridian on Monday. First loss of the season. Delta has lost three out of four, and they are 2-4 and four coming into this game. So that will be going on in the Cenotopi campus as well, starting at 6 o'clock tonight. By the way, the entertainers will be performing at 7 in the Fine Arts Auditorium. I don't know if I uh, told you that time as we were talking with Sondra Bishop a little bit earlier but that is when that will be at the Fine Arts Auditorium admission is free the entertainers be prepared to get entertained tonight on the Northwest campus in a lot of ways get your choice of what you want to do there in Cenotopia for the evening big thanks to Sondra Bishop for being on and talking with us for the first time telling us about the entertainers and what they do again seven o'clock tonight in the Fine Arts Auditorium if you want to see and hear that and Northwest men's basketball at six is now the basketball seasons in full go both teams getting ready for their seventh game of the year and Northwest rodeo they're they're out and about as well in Murray Kentucky we haven't talked about rodeo thought I would mention that as the 2021-2022 rodeo schedule continues here in the fall they've already traveled to places like Marshall Missouri Livingston, Alabama, Sykeston, Missouri, Magnolia, Arkansas, now in Murray, Kentucky. Today through Saturday. Maybe we'll get you some results next week. They always host the Bullarama as well. They're out Highway 4 from Cenotopia. All the details we can get, we'll give you along the way. Another good Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Thanks to everybody that makes this possible. Tomorrow on the program, we turn into high school sports with the Roberts-Wilson PA High School Sports Hour. We'll have the head coach of the Senatobia Warriors, Brooks Oakley, on with us. Senatobia in the third round of the Class 4A playoffs. They'll be taking on Itawamba. Itawamba AHS, the Indians. A lot of history between these two schools. Coach Oakley's been at both schools. You know, he graduated from Cenotopia and then got into the coaching world and went there, and he's now back and leading uh, his alma mater and has them in the third round of the 4A North Half playoffs. We'll find out what Coach Oakley has to say about his team and a nice win at West Lauderdale getting to this point. And then we'll discuss that in some portion of our show uh, tomorrow with him. We are going to have someone... Uh, to help us with Kirk Academy as well, uh, still bantering back and forth between the, the two possibilities of, of what it could be. But we're going to have somebody on because they're playing for a state championship in the MAIS 4A division. Kirk, of course, in Grenada. So we'll get that on our program in some form 
at least hopefully tomorrow. That's that's what I need to effort as soon as we get done here uh, in about 10 minutes and go ahead and lock that up. Plus, I think Jake Thompson's going to come in still and be with us, maybe to talk about some of the other games that will be going on throughout this North Mississippi area. Lafayette traveling to Neshoba Central in a big one in 5A. Uh, Oxford and Madison Central back at it again. Plus, we have South Haven on the road in Starkville. We have a lot of games still to discuss and to talk about within our North Mississippi area. Plus, get you ready for a weekend of college football as well. Mississippi State stepping outside of the conference. Ole Miss getting Vanderbilt on Saturday. We'll have a lot of things we can get into and discuss with you on tomorrow's program. Let's take a peek at what's going on weather-wise. I looked outside moments ago, and you could see your breath. I mean, tried that little experiment, and it worked. Uh, it's still 43 degrees throughout most of this area. I mean, some of it might be a little bit cooler, actually. Most of the rain has made its way through, although if you are uh, somewhere north of the Sardis Lake, you're seeing some rain stretching below south of Holly Springs, and then there's still a little bit more uh, in our Panola County area that we'll be dealing with. But for the most part, rain seems to have uh, slowly moved its way out of the area. I will say, though, Batesville, Sardis, most likely Sardis, you've got another little chance of some light rain before uh, things are done here uh, in the next few minutes. Although as we wait for the sun to totally get out, might be another hour before we get that sunshine in. Still some rain that we'll see between now and midway through the 10 o'clock hour. And then the sunshine's going to come out, but we're really not going to warm up very much. Maybe about 10 more degrees. We'll get into the mid-50s if we're lucky. 53, 54, that's about it. Clear tonight, and I'm talking about below freezing. 31, 30 degrees That's what we see. And then throughout tomorrow, back about the same 54-degree high. Then we'll warm up, though, some uh, for Saturday. And then Sunday, we bring back some rain again. So that's what we're looking at in the North Mississippi area for today. MDOT telling us, what do they say right now? I think we're doing okay. Nothing major to kind of report if you're driving around, and a lot of you do, and I appreciate that. Along the way, listening to the program as you travel, I try and tell you some things. I know we're not in New York City. But if I can help you uh, divert an accident or something along the way in this little one-hour span that we get to talk, we try and do so, without a doubt. My friends, uh, the time is done for me. I've got to move on. I will tell you that coming up on today's In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, he's going to have a guest by the name of British jazz trumpet player Bob Dowell. That'll be an interesting listen. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Presented by visitmississippi.org. Next, you'll get Gerard's midday program from 10 until 1, then Steve Azar, then Good Things with Rebecca Turner, and then our Sports Talk Mississippi guys will be hanging out with us, talking for about three hours along the way. So we'll have all kinds of things for you coming up here today. Thanks again for our guest being on the program, Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, November 18th edition is in the books and we thank you for being a part of this chilly thursday morning program we'll do it tomorrow on a high school sports level and college level with roberts wilson pa helping bring tomorrow to us 954 be back with you tomorrow